for enterprise software. Greg, so apparently the stock still had some to give up here. How bad does this get for Splunk? Yeah, well, thanks for, for having me. So this was a quarter that really had its share of ups and downs. You know, on the positive side, uh, the ARR annual recurring revenue number was pretty solid. It grew 39% year over year. In addition, we're seeing nice progress towards uh, the cloud transition. So 56% of software uh, bookings now come from the cloud. That compares to 51% the prior quarter, 44% a year ago. However, uh, the operating margins were, were pretty poor this quarter, specifically it came in at minus 35%. Uh, that was below guidance. In addition, the uh, guidance for Q2 was, uh, was minus 25%, which was well below what uh, consensus was looking for. And the last thing I would say is that the ARR forecast for Q2 was also a little lower than what some were expecting. So again, a quarter of puts and takes, and that's why we're seeing that uh, way in the shares today. So, Greg, when you look at uh, what moves stocks and what's important, right, the ARR, the active subscriptions and the annualized uh, return that's uh, coming from that revenue has been the focal point. We've talked with the team at Splunk, and this is the number they rely on. Analysts such as yourself look at this number, and it seems like it's been this important story about where this company is going and how they're making money but it's like that number just keeps getting better and the stock keeps going down. We've now shaved off 50% from the highs in August. Are we supposed to be looking at a different number at this point? I think, I think the management team is correct that this is the most important metric for, uh, uh, for Splunk. However, we are still uh, in a process where we are effectively wading through, if you will, uh, just all of this noise as it relates to the model. And uh, you know, to be fair, I will say we have seen other transitions from enterprise software companies to uh, from an on-premise or perpetual model to uh, a subscription-based model that had been smoother than this. And so my view is investors need to see just more um, uh, concerted, consistent uh, improvement a little bit more broadly. Uh, so as an example, uh, I didn't mention RPO, remaining performance obligations. Uh, that was much lower than expected this quarter as well. And uh, even if you adjust for duration, it was below our expectations. And so, um, uh, so I think there are still some issues that the company needs to work through. The good news is I think you will see them eventually emerge on the other side, uh, meaning they will have a stronger business and I think they'll be valued uh, with a higher multiple uh, accordingly as well. So, I mean, when does this, uh, when should this show up? I mean, we have to have a way of testing this, right? And if we're just going by the market, I mean, I know a lot of the clown stuff's been under pressure the last couple months, but Splunk's story goes way back. I mean, are, are they just gonna need something in addition to what they've got to uh, be a major player? Do they need to do some kind of transaction? Do they need to pair up uh, with another business? I mean, because the quarantine is over and that was like the heyday for these cloud companies. It was like a dream scenario as all these businesses demanded these products and it just declined right through it. So uh, where do we kind of look at this and say, okay, they've got to do something different? Yeah, it was, you're absolutely right. We saw so many software companies actually experience tailwinds post-pandemic. Right. That was not the case with Splunk, unfortunately. And they have a lot of large enterprise customers. They, and there was a pause that they saw with respect to spending from a lot of those customers. The other issue is this is not a company that gets a lot of new business, meaning they don't sign up a lot of new customers each quarter, each year. Uh, and so uh, that top of funnel, if you will, that can lead to a lot of future growth is not quite 
uh, where we would like to see it. And so, uh, and so then that gets to your other question, you know, what, what needs to be different? You know, I don't think Splunk has to undergo any transformative change. I also think it's a, it's a complex technology that makes uh, any extremely large acquisition um, uh, that they might look to, you know, fold in to the company less, uh, less likely. I would say uh, an important thing to watch is just a month ago, they released what they call the observability suite. They're trying to cater to developers, which is an area that they've been relatively weak in. If they can do that and price points are lower, then that hopefully will start to generate more uh, net new logos and, and hopefully more growth going forward. Hey, Greg, just real quick, um, was, we've seen a lot more M&A talk uh, in the software space over the last six months. Do you think that could happen here for Splunk? Does it uh, make sense for someone else to just bring them into their suite of offerings? Uh, not impossible, but uh, we are dealing with a company that has a very large cap, as you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, in addition, it's it is um, important technology. It's also not something that, in my view, can really be integrated towards a greater whole. So hmm. you can have a large company potentially buy it and run it autonomously. We've seen other uh, tech companies do that, especially over the past two, three years increasingly. Uh, but just by virtue of uh, the market cap and the, the premium that would be required to take them out, uh, it does sort of whittle down to a relatively short list.